Fran, this is Karen Bates at Find Your Transmission Channel, and I was just up here in my old neighborhood, um, parked in front of the canyon where I used to hike all the time. I love hiking up here, just being able to walk out my back door and being in nature. I just feel so close to God in nature. And I had to come up here for a church thing, and I just wanted to sit up here for a little bit and, and process. And so I'm just going to process with you about some of the feelings and thoughts that have been on my mind, uh, particularly around fear. Um, as you probably know, our family is going to move to Mexico in about five days. We're going to be leaving. We're going to drive out there and do an internship. And then we're going to be, um, after two months, going to our land that we purchased that is currently just a jungle. But we're going to be building a school and a home there for um, abandoned teens and others who um, who just need that love and belonging in order to, they're motivated and ready to do um, amazing things with their lives, but um, some of them don't have the resources or the, the love they need to be able to do those things. So we're excited to go out there and do that. But there's also a lot of fear involved in, in that process. Um, one of the things, this is kind of superficial, but as I was walking yesterday through a field, I thought about, like, this is a really like place where snakes might come out at. And I got a little nervous, but I thought, but I know the snakes here, so it's not as scary. But in a jungle, you know, it just, there's a lot of different snakes. Some of them are poisonous. There's a lot of different types of bugs, and some of them are really big. And it's one thing for me to be in that environment, but I'm bringing my kids, and I don't know what they're going to run into. And so that can feel a little bit, um, a little bit scary. That's one of the things that I'm like, okay, this will be interesting. I'm, um, I hope I don't run into one, and I'm sure I will, and I'm sure my kids will, and we'll have to learn all about the new new environment there. Um, but even more than that, it will be the new culture, right? Like, I'm more familiar with that culture, so it's not as scary for me, but watching my kids have to feel like the outsiders for a while and um, having to not know how to make friends at first and that lonely feeling that I experienced when I moved to the United States is going to be hard to watch. And even though I know that these things are good for them to experience these kinds of different experiences and to have, develop that empathy, um, it's it's still as a mom you never like to see your kid feel lonely or left out and things like that so it's another thing that makes me a little bit nervous um also just kind of the unwritten rules the things that you're not aware of until you live in a culture for a while you know and the government stuff and things that are going on with that and learning all the new systems and healthcare and whatnot all of that is a little bit scary um but i have to say that the thing that i am most fearful of and Fear is a strange word because I, I wouldn't say, like, I feel a lot of peace in knowing that um, God honors our good intentions and he's going to, to I can trust him to make things work out. But um, I also know that even when you're trying to do good things and that God is on your side, hard things happen, sometimes really awful, difficult, like life-altering things. And um, when you make a decision like this that is kind of out of the norm or um, that you didn't have to do, like no one asked you to do it. There wasn't some kind of, we didn't have some sort of vision that said, you know, you need to move to Mexico. There wasn't um, a person that, well, we weren't like called on a mission like some people are when they do things like this. And so um, the burden of the consequences kind of feels a little bit like it's on us. I remember feeling this way when I first started homeschooling, even um, there was this, like, if your child isn't reading by second grade and they're in public school, then Maybe they have a learning disability or there's something, you know, outside of you that maybe is happening. But when you're homeschooling and they're having a harder time reading and they're getting later on or whatever, then, you know, it's your fault 
and maybe shouldn't have homeschooled or people see you as like, oh, you're ruining your children's life. There's a little bit more blame that comes on you because you made this choice that is outside of the ordinary thing. And so we're making this choice. And I know that hard things will happen and difficult things um, are just part of the process, regardless of where you live. But it's going to feel more like it's going to be easy to blame ourselves and to perceive that others are blaming us as well. Um, I read a couple of books recently. Um, one of them was a couple months ago where this um, couple went to serve, I think it was in Ecuador, and the husband ended up dying. And um, her experience through through all of these things was hard to, to listen to. And um, there was a little bit of that in her, you know, like we were, we were trying to serve, how could this happen? We were trusting God. And then um, a little bit before that, I read another book where this family goes out and their oldest son, it's in Africa and he, he, con- he gets um, asthma. He has asthma and he had some allergic reaction to something. They couldn't save him in time and he died. And um, the weight of that, like if we're in Mexico and something happens to one of my children, like the guilt that I would feel because we chose to move there, that scares me. And the blame that I would feel for myself or that others might perceive, um, that would be awful. <laughs> and so, but I also know like, and logically, I know that regardless of where you live, hard things happen. And you, regardless of no matter, like if something happens to a child, there's always going to be a feeling of guilt and blame. Like if I had done this differently or if I had been here or if I hadn't done this, there's always going to be that aspect of it, no matter what hard things happen into your life. I think it's a human nature to, to blame ourselves. But I think it's especially difficult when you make a decision that's out of um, what most people would expect, you know. And so I think that's a, a, one of the things that I'm um, just, I think also there's this aspect of it that um, we tend to want others to have responsibility for the consequences of our actions. Sometimes I think that's why we wait for God to tell us exactly what to do. Because if we're following him, whatever happens, we know we can put the blame on him, <laughs> whether it's good or bad, right? Like we were like, okay, just uh, sometimes we get stuck in indecision because we're so afraid that if we make the wrong decision, the consequence will be on us. We want to make sure that it was God that told us because then we don't have to have that guilt or that worry. We can be like confident, right? But very seldom does God tell us exactly what step to take or what to do. I think he wants us to take responsibility for our actions, do them with his guidance, obviously, and to pray always to have him be a part of those decisions and to put inspiration into our minds and desires that are good and righteous. Um, But at the same time, just owning what we're doing because that is how we learn and that is how we know how to make better decisions the next time. I feel like life a lot of times is a a series of educated guesses. I heard that somewhere, I can't remember where. But it just, it it rung so true to me because um, each time you make a choice, it's the best choice you know how to make at that moment. And God knows where you're at. And, you know, he's, he knows what choice you'll make because he knows where you're at. But um, you're making your best choice that you know how at that moment. And whatever consequences come from it, you learn from those. And the next time you make a choice, it's a better educated guess. And so the more we're consciously trying to make good choices, then the more constantly, the more you know, quickly we're learning from the consequences, good or bad, whatever they may be, and making better choices instead of just letting life take us into a, a flow, you know, just going with the flow of whatever's happening around us. Um, because then we're not, we're more, we're not being agents, we're being passive 
um, or letting things happen to us instead of choosing them. And so um, I think that this feeling of, of being afraid of the weight of the consequences of this choice is probably a good thing. Not the fear, but the, the concept of that um, is something that we probably need to get used to and have it be something that is part of our lives so that um, we can learn and grow. I think there's like three principles um, that I've been thinking about lately that help me know, like, is this a bad decision or a good decision? Um, one of them is like, and I think all three of them have to be in place for you to feel like confident that it's good. But one of them is, you know, is this helping me be a more loving and kind and giving person? Is give, helping me grow in charity um, to get good, to know Jesus better, to understand him better? Um, the second one is, is this helping my family be more united, um, be more at peace with each other? Um, be more on the same um, path towards our Heavenly Father. And the third is, is this building the kingdom of God? Is this going to help in his work of bringing um, people to him and of bettering the lives of his children? I think if all three of those are in place, if we can feel pretty confident that it's something that God is pleased with and he's going to help support us. I feel like the first time that I started having these desires to move to Mexico, um, because my mom grew up in Mexico. I lived there till I was seven. And it's not, I mean, I love the United States. I love the clean streets. I love the nature. I mean, I live in Utah and there's so many beautiful national parks here. Um, I love the feeling of safety. Like we never locked our door, you know? I mean, this is a beautiful place to live. And I didn't really start having this desire to move to Mexico until after our very first orphanage trip. And I just remember like, having this intense, we're, we're driving home and I seriously cried almost the whole way home. And I just said to Heavenly Father, I will do anything to help these children. Um, I just saw the need so strongly while I was there and I felt like we have been blessed with so, so much. We've got to do something. And I said to him, I will do whatever. Like, let me know if you want me to move to Mexico and do something here and buy some land and start something. If you want me to adopt some kids, if you want me to start like some kind of foster parenting program in the United States. Like, what is it that I can do? But let me know because I will do whatever it takes. But if it is like some kind of big move to Mexico, then, you know, you're going to have to soften my family's heart because I don't think any of them have any desire to move in Mexico. And obviously I'm not going by myself. So that would take a miracle. But if that's what you want, like, I just want to do something for these kids. They deserve so much. And I'm, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. And that was a sincere prayer in my heart. And I think that sincere prayer is kind of what started the ball rolling, just little thoughts and little things here, like, what if we tried this? What if I looked at land here? Um, what if we were to, you know, do this part-time on the summers? And um, little by little, eventually my husband was like, we just gotta do this as a family. Like, if we're gonna do it, we're, we can't be separated every once in a while. Let's just all go all in and, and try and see what comes of it. And he just had this inspiration and decided to just jump all in, which was miraculous, honestly. That was a, one of the biggest miracles I saw is his desire to, to jump in on all of this um, because it wasn't in him naturally. It wasn't there before, um, but he heard some a talk that got him inspired to at least look into it more. And anyway, little by little, he also came to that conclusion. Um, this, this would be a good thing to do and that it would be um, something that would be in alignment with what we're here on earth to do. And so um, it just feels like when those, those things are, are in alignment, you know, and 
and you're starting to see little by little these thoughts that stick. I made a video once that I talked about sticky thoughts and um, thoughts that kind of float, float away. It was when I was trying to heal from autoimmunity and things that I would try. Some of them would stick, felt like right. Some of them would try and they just kind of be like go away, you know? It's those sticky thoughts that seem to kind of just persist and you start to get an idea of like a formation of where to go next and just that willingness to try and see what happens I think is, is where we're at. And so despite all of the the fears and the uncertainty of going on ahead, um, I'm very grateful for that trust in a loving Heavenly Father that I have, the scriptures that I can read and be guided by um, whenever I start feeling doubts or worry. Like They just bring me so much peace and so much um, just that solid foundation where we can stand and be like, okay, we're following this. This is like a safe place to explore, right? Um, I guess it's that aspect again of like always wanting to be told what to do. We get to a fork in the road and like, God, I'm not moving forward until you tell me exactly what to do. I think God, for me anyway, most of the time works with this like, here's this playground of safe place to be and these commandments and covenants you've made. And where do you want to go? Like, how can I help you um, do good things? You know, this is what's going to bring you joy. And as you start to share that with him, he's like, okay, let's do this, you know? I think that's that's what he wants. And these desires in our heart also come from him. Um, and then and you, I think you just kind of start working together that way and building a relationship. So that's been my experience. And I think I just needed to process that out loud because I was in a um, bit of a <clears throat> just sad, I guess sad about all we're leaving. And I just wanted to process my feelings so that I could remember why and that um, it's gonna be good and it's gonna be hard too, you know, I know that. Um, but come what may, um, we'll learn and we'll grow and hopefully we'll help people along the way as well. So um, I hope those principles are helpful and some of these thoughts were helpful to you too and the things and decisions you're making and in the forks in your road and whatever's happening in your life. Um, but yeah, that's all for now. Thank you for listening. To follow the story, donate, or volunteer, please visit findyourpathmission.org, and we'll see you there.